0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Starting With a Song. I'm your host, Amanda Mazzo, and today we are celebrating April Fool's Day on the podcast. I don't have any tricks up my sleeve for you, but I do have someone who makes me laugh and sometimes roll my eyes for his puns and affinity for dad jokes. (laughs) But either way, he is the perfect choice for today and the perfect one for me. I hope you enjoy this special April Fool's Day conversation with my husband, Jason Mazzo.
1: I to thinking about the other day? Tell me. You know, when you say something is like, oh, I was so nonchalant about it. Yeah. What's chalant? Yeah. What does chalant mean? Are you ever chalant about something?
0: Mm, I don't know. Was it you that was talking about, it was like a D word. It was like D stress deliver. or something. It was d- delivery. Deliver. Yeah. yeah, yeah like that's do, do you liver. deliver?
1: <laughs> do you deliver or do you liver? Like do you, do you start out with a liver? Oh, and shower thoughts. Shower thoughts. Here's one I had the other day okay um giraffes yeah must take forever to puke <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about that really? those long necks they they like dry he's like <laughs> 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 and he's like has a little hoof over his neck <gasps> no no
0: no he can't do that
1: I oh, can't reach up that he's only yeah. got three at that point yeah hes little tripod giraffe
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait how did he lose a leg
1: I don't know because he has one like up over his like a little He's oh,
0: like, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. he's got the three to balance. Yeah. Yeah. And he so tips he's, over. Yeah, he's, uh, this is terrible. This is animal cruelty. He
1: must take forever to puke.
0: Did you know that the giraffes have black tongues? Really?
1: Why is mm-hmm. that?
0: I don't know. God made them that way. Do you I know one
1: interesting thing about giraffes is that they're very gamey. They don't really taste like chicken, very stringy meat. That neck meat is very stringy.
0: Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the one that I meant.
1: To- that's the yeah, one that's that I good. meant. Are you recording this? Yeah. Are we ready to get started? We're
0: ready to get started. But let me start out by saying, welcome. Oh, hey. This has been a long time coming. You know, I haven't, I have I haven't been...
1: seen you in so long. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen you since way over there. Right. So, yeah. How are you doing? You mean, I'm
0: great. I'm great. But, I mean, I feel like I've been bugging you. Yes. For this. Oh, so, we're in, what's today's date?
1: Today is the March 14th. Okay,
0: March 14th. So, for context, this is when we are recording, March 14th. And this is technically like... Day one quarantine?
1: Yes. it's pretty- Self,
0: Self-imposed quarantine. It's all
1: very surreal right now because, right. you know, I'm an active endorsement, as you know. And I, me sitting at home and watching TV is kind of like how I am. Like it's my MO anyway. So I can't really tell a difference personally. But until earlier today, we went shopping. And- yeah.
0: So I was going to say it's like day one of self-imposed quarantine, but we ventured out because... I live off homemade soups. It's like one of my greatest joys in this life really <laughs> to make soup I love I love gumbo I love vegetable soup I love it all So we did we ventured out because it got a little cold again like last week it was like you know high 60s, low 70s We think we're on this upward trajectory of a heat wave and now it's like a high of 50 yeah, so i'm terrible. freezing
1: it's cold and like i get I so get, i'm in
0: a soup mood and mm. i go and i look there's no chicken broth no rotel and it's like all hands on deck we got to go to sam's now for context
1: that's our the sam's. real national emergency <laughs>
0: yeah right so the sam's that we go to how do you describe this how do you describe the sam's Jason? the
1: worst sam's there is like it can't possibly there. There's no way that could be a worse Sam's Club than this. One. It's been this way for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. That I've been going there, and it's legitimately the worst. Not just the worst Sam's, but like the worst store.
0: Well, first you can never really count on anything to be in stock because yeah. if you the the one time that you latch onto something and you're like, oh, this is my new fave, they're never gonna put it on the shelf again. You'll so never, that's the they're, first. They're thing.
1: like, hey, Amanda likes this. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah, Let's never carry it's that gone. again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but then. It's also like a children's playground. It's a free-for-all. Yes.
1: It's so like a gymboree, but is with a like 18-pound blocks of cheese involved.
0: And without the cute music. Without the cute Wait, music, yeah. Wait, what did you say?
1: A jimboree. Without the cheese? With the... Okay. It's like a jimboree, but with a 12-pound bag of cheese. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I Okay, miss- do to start this part <laughs> over so you can edit this out? <laughs> I'm miss- It's sorry. like a jimboree. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, sort of <laughs> It's like a jimboree, but with 18 pounds of cheese involved. <laughs> so today when we went...
0: And this is rare. I will say it's always crazy. It's all, There are is, there are always people.
1: Yeah, it's always crowded.
0: Always crowded. But we're always able to find a parking spot. So today when we get there.
1: Completely just a madhouse. And there were no carts inside. So people were bringing their own carts in. And they were stopping people at the door. And they were sanitizing carts.
0: And But we even had to drive around for a little bit to find a place yeah, to park. Yeah,
1: it, it was pretty and intense. And there was a,
0: a little bit of discussion like, do we do this? I was
1: like... Amanda needs her Rotel. <laughs> Do
0: you need my Rotel? So,
1: like, and my don't know chicken broth. What kind of hell and high water? I gotta come over.
0: Happy wife, happy at, wife. yeah.
1: To like give her a Rotel. We were there in the parking lot and i'm like let's just let's just buckle down mm-hmm. and do, but at, the, at this point too it becomes part of curiosity right like what's this going to look like inside if it's this crazy outdoors what's the inside going to be And i have a weird like per, like morbid curiosity where it's like i really want to see what this looks like come on
0: because <laughs> you like, see it's different because you see it on the news yeah, and then you're like no 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 it. and like really what see are we what are
1: we out what's the worst thing can happen if we not have chicken broth like what's the well, worst? Well, okay
0: with? so i was ready to turn around because it did take a minute it took like a hot minute to even find a cart.
1: There were people waiting for carts.
0: Mm-hmm. So, anyway, all that to say, it was an experience. It,
1: it was an it, absolutely strangest thing I've ever seen. There was at the the aisle where they have all the rice and beans, like mm-hmm. the giant bags. They actually had, had the entire aisle blocked off, and there was a guy there that hit roped off, and a guy was like letting two people at a time come in. Kind of like when you to get like, the
0: 50 pound bag of yeah, jasmine Rice. You've seen
1: like us have a nightclub it was like, oh yeah, you look cool. Come on. It's what yeah. It's what, yeah. And it was very surreal, and very strange. But it uh, was
0: weird. I will say for anybody who doesn't know and who does go to Sam, Sam's has a scan and go app. So Jason Jason had to take a picture. Of everybody waiting in line, because how many, like how long literally would you say?
1: At least an hour and a half, if not two hours. Yeah. It, it, the, line wrapped, line. the line wrapped to the back of the building almost.
0: Yes. And yeah. so we have the scan and go app. So we scan things as we put them in the cart. And then we go. And then we go. It's we, we click a button and it pay, you, you pay. It has this little QR code and then you check out at the door and you walk out. So, and we say bye, bye as we pass all these people.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it uh, yeah, sucks to be them. Uh, so anyway, uh, you brought me on this because. I did.
0: And you know, it, it like and, and I said. congratulations, was-
1: by the way, it's been very popular. <laughs> and you've had some very interesting like stories on here and mm-hmm. I've listened to them. I, I don't, I don't feel as accomplished as the Oh, come on. Okay. I'm not like Chris Lee where he was like going to the end of the block one day and the next day I'll go back and forth. and the next day. I'm just not me. It's like, very motivated. It's very motivated. Yeah. So. I, when you asked me about this, I thought that maybe we should talk about it. Because you said you're going to do this for April Fool's Day. Something yeah, April Fool's. Which, I don't know, is April Fool's Day, like, canceled now? because No, it come like, on.
0: Everybody needs, everybody. It, it, laughter is not canceled. But,
1: like, this year so far has been so insane. Like, is every, is everything okay? Can we make fun of stuff now? <laughs> well, is I actually did. Subject?
0: No, I think you can. I actually saw somebody the other day, and they they said, am, am I the only one that has woken up this year and gone what episode of Black Mirror Yeah, exactly. Can <laughs> <Am laughs> we cancel be this? Watching yeah. today. You always ask yeah. people what or am kind of, I gonna be living today?
1: Yeah, you always ask people what music they connect to. So for me
0: Oh, you, are we are you leading this? I am you're, leading you're the this. host for today. Yes, okay. I am.
1: Hello. Welcome to my podcast. Okay. I'm I'm throwing out my list. Um a song that really speaks out to me yeah. is the the um the classic, the uh, one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Did you know? That song reached number one in 1958. Number one song. It's the dumbest song ever written and recorded, probably in the history of all music. <laughs> he just wants to eat people, and he's purple. Like, what makes him different? You know? are we was, all kind of? And like, this was you know, when 1958. You reached number one. I
0: mean, I know the song because yeah. you know that that as a kid, I listened to oldies. Yeah. Um. You know, when my when my parents and I were in the car or whatever, I would even listen to the radio station and. Fun fact: I would call, yeah, the oldies radio station. Really? Yes, me and my friend, my my friend Kristen, lived next door, and I don't know why we were obsessed with Yakety Yak, mm. but we would don't call. Come back. Yeah, we would call and request that mm-hmm. over and over and over again. I but, can't even imagine these people on the other line going, "Um, there's like
1: seven year olds." So this this is literally. This is the actual verse from this song. I said, Mr. Purple Pea Eater, what's your line? Mm -hmm. He said, Eating purple people, it sure is fine. But that's not the reason I came to land. I want to get a job in a rock and roll band. That songwriting landed number one in 1958. Yeah. When, think about it, like every young person bought music, Mm -hmm. like so much more now than they were dancing dancing, to it. Yep. And the fact that a song that dumb can be that popular.
0: Times sure have it, changed. It speaks a actually, lot to me. It really does. Actually, I mean, some of the songs today have dumb lyrics
1: as well. We Wait, were, some have dumb lyrics? <laughs> what's this? Was what Lizzo- I
0: knew you were gonna going to bring this Lizzo, up because God. don't you be hating on Lizzo. Oh, that's so I dumb. love that song. But what is the lyric that just like grinds on your nerves? Something about the,
1: no guy on the Minnesota Vikings. Like, yeah. are you dating an entire team? <laughs> like, literally, like how, like, it's just such a reach for her. But anyway, I, I really thought that we could- Kind of talk today a little bit about about
0: purple people about purple
1: people ears and
0: Do you think this is an alien coming to because it says that they came to Earth like but he really just yeah, he just wants to be in a rock and roll band. But
1: you know what? In twenty twenty this sounds feasible. It sounds like it could actually happen, doesn't it? Like, what's next? Like, what is that? Like, aliens I mean, show up? I
0: have no idea what is going to happen in the next 15 minutes, so sure. Yeah, but by, by,
1: by the time you actually, you know, put this out there, who knows? are like, oh, yeah, remember our alien overlords? Yeah, that was great. Because the past two weeks, we've had so much, like, go on around here. It's true. And, like, what's next? What's next? What's, I mean, next? Alien- what's next? So, yeah. I was thinking about what to talk about on this. I've been really thinking about this past few days.
0: Well, yeah. Jason, you know, we just jumped right in. And, you know, what's funny is that. In all the other episodes, like I'll go back and I'll listen to them even after I edit them. Your name repeatedly comes up probably in every single episode. To the point where I don't even know if people have gone back and listened like episode one through six. Yeah. Or if they're just like listening to people, you know, if they know the guest Mm. or whatever. But I consistently and I've stopped even saying, you know, my husband, Jason, I'll just say, oh, Jason does this. (laughs) So I'm wondering now if people even know who you are. It's
1: kind of like the. So why don't you why not you introduce yourself? Oh well, you know, my name is Jason. We're from a very small town. Yes. Um we actually had two red lights in that town, but they got very angry. And so then they reduce it to one red light. Because two red lights, that's two metropolitan, so we can only deal with one mm-hmm. and a flashing red light. So that's kinda like a one and a half. Uh,
0: what did, what do you say about your hometown?
1: Uh you <laughs> You go edit No, I say, you, I say you come for the meth. No, I no, was. You leave I wasn't, I wasn't your car say. behind for meth. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about the other thing. But were the men or men the sheep are scared? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, my hometown. Yeah, they. Um, I'm from a very small <laughs>
0: place. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, Dixon, uh, and we strange. met in 2011. Yes. And we went to a beer festival. Yes, <laughs> and I said,
1: "Give me more specific than that."
0: Um, I dropped the M bomb on you. you. Sure did. I did.
1: And I was like, "Wow, you've definitely enjoyed this beer festival today, haven't you?" <laughs> yes.
0: Um, but we got married in 2013. Yes. And now you're on this podcast.
1: It's crazy. I never thought I'd end up as a guest. Yeah. Here. You know, when I proposed to you, I was like, you know, maybe she'll she'll say yes, or at the very least, maybe she'll allow me on her podcast. That's exactly what I thought to myself. You talk a lot about music on this, right? This is basically For sure, it, yeah. Because it starts with a song, right?
0: Everything starts with a song. And,
1: you know, it got me thinking because, like, I grew up not liking a lot of music. And I absolutely could always pick out the music I didn't like. Especially when I was in high school, it was line dancing, like country music. I despise, like, you sit there and you get your thumbs and your jeans and you go, dude, dude, and you slap the bomb of your boot when the song comes round, And like, so I had to I this, feel
0: like that's personal preference. Oh, my God.
1: It used to drive me crazy. And just like.
0: Jason, you know, I took a line dancing class in lieu of PE. I know. That's, college.
1: Why, that's why you're only 98% the perfect wife. It's because you took a line dancing class in college. But you
0: know what my, right. you know what the song, because because the final was at the Wild Horse Saloon mm-hmm. on 2nd Avenue in Nashville. But we got to choose our song. Do you know what song that my group chose?
1: If it was Boot Scootin' Boogie, I'm leaving right no, now. No,
0: you're going to love this.
1: It was a Chattahoochee.
0: It was Montel Jordan. This is how we
1: do it. <laughs> Wow, you were you were not a popular kid, were you? Anyway, I thought I would share the story today okay. of our first Valentine's Day. If that's okay with you. Is that okay with you? Totally moment fine. Moment? Okay. Totally
0: fine. Take, it, all take start, it away. It
1: all starts with a song. And for me, it all starts with Kelly Clarkson Stronger, where she says, You think you got the best of me. You think you had the last laugh. Bet you think that every everything good is gone. You have me broken down. Baby, you don't know me because you're dead wrong. And that really speaks to me as a person. Okay. I don't know why. We so anybody that doesn't know this, uh, we went to a Kelly Clarkson concert years ago.
0: Well, this was actually the launch, the launch party. I mean, it was it was in conjunction with a nonprofit that we had been working with, but it was really kind of the launch for our business.
1: Yeah. So So it was the
0: first time that we had like put our logo on collateral or anything.
1: We went to this Kelly Carson show. I was like, okay, you know, open bar, whatever. (laughs) And again, as Kelly says, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Just me, myself, and I. Let's just say we had a problem with a client. I'm just going to leave it at that. And you were in a terribly bad mood. This was, we had just gotten married. It
0: was just, it was just a minor conflict. It was a minor conflict,
1: but you were really upset over it. Anyway, so <laughs> this, is we have just been married for like a couple of months. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm trying to like, you know, help you out. And so we had an open bar. Just to say we really enjoy this, like more than we should have.
0: And because, can I interject here that uh, we, that we run into a celebrity? Yeah,
1: Gavin DeGraw, who I did not, I wouldn't have known the guy if I would have tripped over
0: Oh, it. I totally would. And, and I came this
1: gigantic, like fat guy bear hug. And I was like, dude, I'm a big fan, big fan. I can't tell. You who he was.
0: Well, it was really nice to I was. I it was the very first time that I felt I was stumbling over my words and that's all I could say to him. Big fan, man. Big I fan. Did, and I listened to his music in high oh, school sure, and I everything. Too, yeah. I had his CDs yeah. and everything, so but I. I couldn't name anything. And so I did. I, that's exactly what yeah. I did. I looked at him and I was like, big fan. Big fan, big fan. Big fan.
1: <laughs> so anyway, we had this silent auction. We love auction. you, Gavin. We had this si- si- I'm sure he's listening. And we had this, <laughs> we had this silent auction. Season two, he'll and, back. We had, and one of the items in the silent auction was for a two night stay at the Atlantis Casino Hotel in Reno, Nevada.
0: You turned to me and you said, I've always wanted to go to always Reno. To Reno.
1: My my aunt worked at the airport in Reno for years mm-hmm. and I've always heard great stories about it. And one of my favorite movies of all time, Kingpin, which I which I watch a lot and you don't like, but I love Kingpin. It's, it's true. It's a per- it's such a perfect nineties movie. It's such a great like Mm-mm. soundtrack. Blues Traveler plays over the end credits. I mean it's a perfect nineties movie. And if you haven't seen it, it's take it It's a movie about bowling and literally go on the interwebs and find this movie. It's fantastic. And I'll contest, it still holds up. Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray, it's just, it's fantastic. And and the the uh,
0: girl from Weird Science.
1: Yeah. uh, I don't know her name. Vanessa Angel. They all end up going to a bowling tournament in Reno at the National Bowling Stadium. So in my inebriated Kelly Clarkson stupor, I'm like, I want to go to the bowling. I don't bowl. I don't bowl. But yeah, I'm like, I want to go to the bowling stadium where they filmed Kingpin. That sounds amazing. I wake up the next morning and I realize, oh my God, I had won this trip to trip Reno Arena. And this was just the hotel stage. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the flight. flight or mm-hmm. We spent way too much money on. I that.
0: didn't remember that at all.
1: And so I'm like, well, what are we gonna do about this? So I had to kind of talk to you. We just got married. I was like, so I called the hotel and I begged and pleaded, and they let us stay over Valentine's Day, which is like a Friday night. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, like, this will have Valentine's Day, the most random place ever. There's a lot of great things to do in Reno. Uh the first thing to do is leave because it's boring there. Anyway, um, <laughs> the hotel itself was really nice. Like it was, like it was as it a was hotel. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm great restaurants. And we get there. And February 13th. February 13th. Mm-hmm. So, and so I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm in a different zip code. Like let's, we don't know anybody here. We have no reason to be here. This is the most random trip ever. Well, like, I
0: think we should say at this point too, it's, it's good to mention that in the hotel, it's actually a casino. Of course. So I am not a big gambler. I do like the occasional slot machine, but then I get Pissed because <laughs> it takes my money. Yeah. And then I just stop. Yeah. Like, but you, you are a card player. You play um blackjack. Yeah. You'll play really anything, yeah. right? Poker. Yes.
1: So we were hanging out. And of course, they keep comping us. We, Kind of gone, so some of the casinos, but I'm hungry. So I'm like, I asked some girl, where's a good place to eat? And so she points us to this restaurant. It was
0: upstairs. It was upstairs, Like, yeah. just one floor up. A
1: floor, and so. It was we like, didn't very,
0: have reservations, you know, but you could go and sit. Yeah,
1: and it was a very swank restaurant. Yeah, This was a good. four-star, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. very high-end restaurant. <laughs> and I am several, several, several drinks in. And I sit down, and I'm like, I want a Manhattan and What's your special tonight? And she said the the worst words to me that any person could have said. Oh, sir, our special this evening is calamari steak.
0: Now we need to explain what calamari steak is. So it, when I tell people the story, the calamari steak reminds me of a crab cake.
1: Yes. crab cakes.
0: It's, it's identical to a crab cake. So get that texture in your mind, but it's, it's cal- out of calamari. calamari yeah. Now I order like a flatbread,
1: <laughs> like a, like a little safe, like a little pizza. And so yeah. I am drinking whiskey and eating fish uh, for hours on end. And, What ends up happening is we get done, we're leaving and I've had had several more drinks and probably dessert and all that. I say, you know what, honey, let me just, let me just stay at this one table just for a minute. I'll see it. So you leave. I do. And so I, and in my defense here, I sit in the exact same seat. I don't leave the seat for three hours.
0: And this may be the point where I take over the story here because from my perspective, based on our conversation, I'm thinking... Five minutes, 10 minutes, tops, maybe I'll even say 20, 30
1: minutes. It's probably three hours.
0: (laughs) So I go upstairs. I'm I'm, doing good. I'm winning. I'm getting ready for bed. Like I I love anybody who knows me for real, like knows that I love soft clothes. I want to be in PJs Mm. all the time. So I'm upstairs, I'm watching TV, I'm hanging out. 30, 45 minutes passes. So I send a text and I'm like, hey, everything cool? no answer
1: radio silence radio silence my phone was dead it was in my pocket
0: i didn't know that though and so i kept Why texting no answer so then i start calling no answer and i can feel my blood pressure rising a little bit because and you will have to admit jason like i'm a pretty laid back person i don't get i don't get upset about a lot <laughs> i like to think i'm very good with the flow but if i if you have told me that you are going to be somewhere at a certain time and you do not get there i start to get worried and with that worry comes a little anger <laughs> i got really upset because i'm like well at this point we're far away from home i'm not familiar with the area I know that he doesn't have 100% of his wits about him right now. Oh,
1: I had like maybe 30% of I wits. I
0: don't know what's point. happening. And so I'm even more pissed now that I know that I have to go back downstairs. And to do that, I have to put jeans and yeah. clothes back on. So I go downstairs. Adrenaline is pumping. My heart is racing. And I see you now in your defense. You are exactly where I left you. Yes. And I walk up to you and I said, we need to talk. <laughs>
1: And Which as boys, soon like, as I never- said
0: that, I had turned on my heel and walked away.
1: You know, the thing of it was like, I didn't realize how much time had passed and they kept giving me more beers and I was winning. I was up. So I was like, oh, so let me go and like cash out and go upstairs.
0: Wasn't it true, though, that you looked around and you were like, did that even did that happen? Even happen? Was Amanda?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, what, who was that? That's somebody else. <laughs> because it's not like you to like just tap my shoulder and leave. Generally, you will like you'll make your presence known a lot more than that. So. I will
0: allow time for an answer. Exactly. There was no time for an yeah, answer. It was like
1: on the shoulder, brush my talk. shoulder, go. So yeah. I cashed out and I go upstairs and in the room, you're sitting on the bed, you're sitting like- you Sitting know, like
0: cross-legged, cross-legged or legged. something like, just like explain yourself. Yeah.
1: So I sit down on the- uh,
0: There was like a little chair, a little chair. sofa chair.
1: And you were just-
0: I was talking in the space of silence because I wanted you to explain yourself. And you were not speaking i
1: thought if i could keep my eyes on this fire sprinkler the room doesn't spin so i realized at that point as you're doing the stern talking to that i'm as about as far away from the bathroom as i can possibly be so i stand up and i make a run for it like to the bathroom but along the way i begin to spew like a lawn sprinkler all over the entire room and it was this calamari and whiskey and and miller Lite and who knows what else and I always said that it was like Charlie the Tuna fell into a wood chipper. I went a celebrity socket. Sorry, Charlie. This is terrible. That's what it felt like. Uh, in oh, a, gosh. That's what it was like in the room. I think another descriptor
0: we used was maybe a Jackson Pollock painting.
1: Yeah, it looked like the front door to the to the bathroom looked like a Jackson <laughs> Pollock painting. I feel bad for you and I feel bad for me. and Like, this is my brand new wife. I'm sorry for a Valentine's Day. <laughs> We get up at like six o'clock on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And that morning, we go across the street. We walk. Yeah, to go great We didn't have a car. So we walked like a couple blocks to the CVS. Mm-hmm. And we buy paper towels, Lysol, you know, all whatever we can get our hands on, trash bags. And
0: I feel so awkward walking into the hotel. Because we
1: had to walk to the casino. With all with the, this cleaning supplies. Well, I mean, it looks like uh, we trying to cover up a crime scene. It right. it's horrible. <laughs> and so I we finally get it. back to the room and we scrub the thing. And you spent your first Valentine's Day helping me clean out that bathroom. And that's when I knew, that's when I knew you're a keeper.
0: Well, now wait a second. This was after we were married. And that's when you knew I was a keeper. That, would
1: that, that just, that was the absolute, you know, it, that, that, you right know, there solidified it.
0: you get, what's that term in golf, like a mulligan,
1: a mulligan. Yes. Okay.
0: You used yours <laughs> six months in, right. That was <laughs> we're, I'm done. We're done here. I'm fully aware of that. Um, you know, a lot of times I talk about vulnerability and the gifts that I've learned from that mm-hmm. just you're maybe welcome. where I draw the line you're for welcome. you. Like you're, you thank you, but we're good. <laughs> yes. But seriously though, I mean, you fought me a little bit on me wanting to bring you on the podcast. Cause you, you did say that, like, I don't have any connection to music. Like I don't have any stories about it. Other than Claire other than the kelly clarkson story like every time we get in the car together like you have a a subscription to Sirius, and so we listen to we kind of go back and forth between there's like three or four stations that we go between right like
1: i I like being spoon-fed i mean that's that's i've always been that way that's how i find out about other bands like tame impala and grimes and you know, pigeons playing ping pong. Okay. I don't no know way, any of these. Well, there's no way I would know anything about them if I wasn't busy being spoon-fed by, you know, sound like radio. So are
0: they on the spectrum? Yes, that's how okay. I yes. Okay. So I see, I'm curious because I listen to Google Play Music, which is basically just stuff that I already know. I mean, and you can listen to radio stuff on there, like they'll do radio mixes, but um, it's basically stuff that I already know that I want to listen to on demand. And so I don't hear this new stuff coming in, especially like this, unless I'm in the car with you. That's how I found out about Serena Ryder, Stomp, Mm, or ZZ Ward. And I really like her. Hey, you know, one thing we haven't talked about that I think that you would have some interesting insight into. You watch a lot of television. We've talked about that. And that's probably why you feel really uncomfortable talking about music. But music is a big part of what we see on the screen in terms of creating a mood. You sure. know, we even talked, well, we, we talked about the f- how fascinated we were with Foley artists, like the sound, the way that they create sound in movies. We joke a lot about like twisting celery <laughs> because yes. it sounds like bones breaking. Um, and we watched something about this recently, but anyway, I, what started me down this rabbit hole, one of the shows that we're so excited to see to have come back for a third season is Westworld on HBO. I'm a big sci-fi fan and I didn't think I was going to like it because it was set like in the West, the wild West, but it totally took a twist and it's just really well done. But one of the things that I love about the show is that they take songs that I love and they transform them into like, um, what are those? the pianos that you would see like in a, a
1: wild west. Piano. Yeah, like yeah. a
0: player piano. And so they're playing it like on these like Radiohead, Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. They're playing these old songs in like a really old timey way. It just, I, and so as I was getting ready for this today, I actually heard you, they have like a huge um marathon happening right now before the season premiere and they had done this like beautiful arrangement of if anybody else that had heard it it would sound like just you know classical music or something but it was off okay computer radiohead it's just beautiful beautiful
1: super well done it's interesting that you talk about um, you know how music can be transformed something entirely different Mm -hmm. you know you talked about it before on this podcast is, is the night you and I were in Mexico and we're walking around and there just so happened to be like a mariachi festival going on mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what it was. We could never figure out what this was. The yeah. only thing is we were the only gringos that were just hanging around this I place. will
0: never forget that. It was such a, it felt like such a
1: defining moment. So this is like 400 people just handing, just swaying and singing along to the yeah. song. Mm-hmm. And it was such a neat thing to see. And it took me forever to figure out what they're singing here. I thought it was like something happy or something about...
0: Well, this is my favorite part actually right here. He points the microphone to the crowd. (laughs) I just love like and you can hear these like little kids everybody's singing along, singing along. Swing. so we had this I mean I'm I'm the type of person I always say like commercial marketers like I am their target audience I will get a jingle stuck in my head and so I had seen this video after we took it I had seen it you know, watched it over and over and over again. So I had this tune stuck in my head. So I'm going around the house singing the song, not even knowing the words, but just like humming along to it. You became so obsessed with like, what is the song? And we asked different people, like even people that lived down in Puerto Vallarta that we had befriended, you would show them the video and be like, what are they saying? What is the song about? So
1: finally. Figured it out. It's a song called Treves del Vaso, which means through the glass and the lyrics It's basically a guy who's really depressed that his woman has left him. He's talking to the bartender. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to know about her life anymore. Remembering her kisses only hurts me through the glass. I keep seeing her. Because like a madman, I still want her. I still want her. It's like this terribly it's sad. so sad. sad. But yet there's all these kids. They're like, they're just the, swaying. You yeah, see? they and, love it. And this is the, you know, tell me bartender, you know of sadness. How many drinks do I need to forget her? She And ba- basically the guy left for somebody else who's you know, rich. And so she's dumped him and like how sad he is over it. And there's a video on YouTube, like the music video. Yeah, we watched the video. And, and like, <laughs> he's like, he's like drinking tequila. <laughs> and he's singing this to the bartender. And mm-hmm. it's such a sad sad song. Yeah. Yeah. To us not understanding what they were singing, it's, I thought it was about, you know, fun and.
0: Well, happy. how interesting because mariachi music, they're using different instrumentation than we would ever use in, in our music. I think in the States, um, especially now that things are so digitized, <laughs> you know, you've got like, what is the auto tune, yeah. you know, and they would never have trumpets or anything in that. And I think that so that our ears are trained to go, oh, that must be a happy song. But if some, if that's, you know, part of the traditional music in Mexico, maybe that's not the case. But to know. to our ears, yeah, this
1: I don't know. And it was so really surreal to finally figure out what song it was, yeah, and what it was about. This song, I didn't capture the entire video, but like it brought the house down. Like there were four hundred people mm-hmm. in there. Every there was no. I was the only one on my phone. Everybody was like swank singing. Hugging each other. It just, just felt like such
0: a loud act of solidarity coming, you know, bringing people together. And I just wasn't used to saying that. Yeah, that's
1: never going to happen here.
0: I have one thing to wrap up. OK. But before we get to that, has there been anything that we didn't talk about that you want to talk about?
1: I want to know is why did you want me on your podcast? That's my question to you.
0: Well, it's April Fool's Day, Jason. Oh, and nobody makes me laugh like you. <laughs> and, and this is actually a really good segue. Honestly, I mean, how long have we been married now?
1: Seven hey, years hey, See what bliss. I did there? Yeah.
0: <laughs> not quite seven. Close to it. Close yes. to it. Yes. That's one of my very favorite things about our relationship is that I just laugh pretty much constantly. At me. Or no, that's not true. Or I'll do the... Eh, that's funny Uh, uh, that's funny. kind of like i've heard that before so in the spirit of april fool's day okay and because you love dad jokes terrible humor yes. yes i think we should have a dad joke challenge okay okay so i've come up with some i have a list of about five And I think you have some. Yes. So I think we should say them one at a time and try to make the other person laugh. Okay, here we go. And you lose a point if you laugh.
1: If I laugh at eight. Oh, okay.
0: Like if you laugh at your own joke.
1: (laughs) Did you know that French fries really weren't cooked in France? They're cooked in Greece.
0: Okay. (laughs) I made a playlist for hiking. It has music from Peanuts, the Cranberries, and Eminem. I call it my trail mix. (laughs)
1: I can't do it. My wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction, so I packed up my stuff and write. What? (laughs) I don't understand. She's mad at me. I have no sense of direction, so I packed up my stuff and write. That's the joke. Uh oh (laughs) And left.
0: Did you know a school of piranha can devour a child in 30 seconds? Anyway, I lost my job at the aquarium today. <laughs> I lost. Did you
1: hear Yes, yeah, I barely, but yes.
0: I lost my job at the aquarium today.
1: Hey, did you know that a slice of apple pie is $2.50 in Jamaica and $3 in the Bahamas? These are the Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> I changed my iPhone's name to Titanic. It's sinking now.
1: That's that's terrible. That's (laughs) terrible. You know, justice is a dish best served cold. But if it were served warm, it would be just water.
0: Oh, I get it. Ice. (laughs) Yours make me think. And that's what that's what slows down the humor. for me. Because I have to, like, think about it. I've
1: always said that five out of four people can't understand fractions. And you say say that to somebody. Well, there's three kinds of people in this world. Those who can count and those who can't. They say 125% of people exaggerate as well. My life, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Yes. <clears throat> okay. This is my last one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I was mugged by six dwarves last night. Not happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that, that's good. That, that's good.
0: Did you get it? Yes. Not happy?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> okay. Jason, last question. Are you ready? Yes. Because the show is called starting with a song. What is your signature song?
1: The One-Eyed, One-Horned, Flying Purple Pig Eater.
0: It's not a purple piggy. Oh, it's a purple. People Eater. It's
1: a people eater. That's how good it is. I I can't even pay that much attention to it.
0: I'm going to ask this again.
1: Okay. Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. You've already mentioned both of those. Yeah, I really don't have one. But one thing that's interesting about music is like how you can hear a song and it immediately triggers like a memory. Totally. We talk about that all the time. All the time. And sometimes it's good thoughts. Sometimes it's bad thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime I hear Alonis Morissette and that love song, she had head over heels back in the Head day, over
0: feet. Head yes. over feet, of course. Yes.
1: Uh, I always think about a guy that I knew in college. And he was he was he lived a couple of doors down from me and wasn't that great of a guy, but his girlfriend was <laughs> so much better than he was. <laughs> his girlfriend was like nice and she was fun and people liked her. Him, not so much. And so he takes her on uh, a date to the old Starwood Amphitheater to see, oh, Starwood. A, yeah, to see Alanis like in 1996. Jeez. And while wow. she's singing Head Over Feet, his girlfriend turns to him and says, oh, by the way, I'm dating your best friend. We're done. And she left him there uh, at Starwood. And I always think about that. And I don't remember her name. I don't, I, I wouldn't But I'm always saying about how devastated he was. Yeah. It was such a happy song. But it's funny you mentioned this because today when we were in Sam's Club and what they had done was the, the rice aisle there, they had it <laughs> roped off. And only mm-hmm. they were allowing one person at a time to come in and pick up a bag of rice and mm-hmm. leave it. They so, had like 50 or 75 people in line. Yeah. Uh, and they had like a big forklift with a pallet. And they were. it was like, it was so surreal thing to see. And they're blasting the music in the store mm-hmm. and the song that they were playing was Amy by pure Perry league who uh, were a total one hit wonder and pure Perry League's like this sweet little song about, I'll always love you, you know, Amy, you know, um, and I think about when my cousin marries, he got married down in Key West mm-hmm. and
0: to a girl named Amy, to a girl named
1: Amy. Yeah. And so we're all hanging out at this bar down in Key West and it was fun. And, you know, me and all these New Yorkers, and it was, it was a, one of the greatest weekends I ever had. And one of his friends, was like, dude, there's this song I heard the other day. It's called Amy. It's about how much you, have you ever heard that he's trying to describe the song to the groom about this great song called Amy, you know, I always love you. And there's a guy playing a guitar in the bar we were at. And it was just this older guy and he had an acoustic guitar. And then uh, the bar was dead. It was basically just us and then this guy. Of all the songs in the entire world, the guy starts playing Amy, the song That's by the so weird Lee. because like, I've
0: never, I before you started talking about it. And before we like listened to it, I had never heard of the song. And the guy starts
1: playing it, and it, it his friends like, "Oh my, god, this, this is surreal things." And like he's begging, like, it "Please come, be. please come and play at the wedding." Oh, he didn't want to. so when uh, the best man like goes finds the DJ at the wedding and says basically, "You know, mm-hmm. like here's fifty bucks, go play, go find the CD and play it." You know, of course he did. And I always think about that wedding when that That's happened. So funny, but yeah, it's such a happy moment, and then hear it you know, blaring over today. the loudspeakers, people who are fighting over bags <laughs> of rice. rice yeah. And so while I'm standing there saying seeing something I'll probably never see again yeah. or hopefully never see again. It's wild. I'm thinking about that wedding years ago and how much fun it was. That's funny.
0: Chase, always fun.
1: So what's for dinner tonight? I
0: was <laughs> just going to thank you for coming on. Oh. I don't know. Thanks for, I'll thanks see you for, soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I'll see you in the living room. I'll see you in the living room. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for spending some time with us today. You make today better. If you liked what you heard, you can connect with me on Instagram at Artistic Amanda, and you can subscribe to Starting With A Song wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all I've got for today, friends. We'll see you back here in two weeks with episode eight on April 15th.